0: back to entertainment talk today we're here to do another Q&A podcast i'm your host matthew joining me today my co-host is robert how are you doing how how are you
1: i'm good how are you doing today
0: not too bad uh we just did a video game podcast by the way a random gaming talk video game podcast so look out for that as well if you're into video games uh so i asked of course the internet for some Q&A questions and we got some uh so we're going to go through and answer some of those uh, again, a mix of some personal questions, some pop culture questions, but uh, let's answer what we can answer. Uh, Paul says, uh, you can make any TV show you want on any network you want with no restrictions, but you can't use any licensed properties. What do you make, obviously? Uh, so obviously you could have it on Disney+, Plus, HBO, Netflix, MTV if you wanted to, for some reason. Uh, and obviously, with no restrictions, I'm assuming he means like R-rated or whatever you want. So, uh, but no properties, so you couldn't make an R-rated Avengers film or something or TV show, rather. Um, what would you What would you make? What do you think you'd you'd come up with?
1: Well, whatever I would make would be just uh, panned as being a uh, Firefly knockoff, <laughs> just because I liked the universe they set up with Firefly. In that it was in the future and there was the occasional futuristics thing like, you know, hover cars and laser guns or whatever. But it was really just about, you know, average people with an average life trying to make, you know, a living in the world they lived in. It just happened to be a world that had, you know, interplanetary travel and spaceships and whatnot. So it wasn't like super, you know, hot, like you would think of like high fantasy with like elves and dwarves and whatnot. It wasn't like high sci-fi with, you know, you know, faster than light travel and teleportation and things like that. It was just a regular life just lived in the future. And I don't really think that was explored well enough, both either in the show, which only got one season, or I can't even think of another series that even came close to that in terms of, Mm. you know, average people, futuristic settings. Maybe The Expanse. Would be the closest one to that, kind
0: of, yeah, sort of.
1: But it really doesn't have the character development that I'm looking for. So that would kind right. of be my one, or make a proper like robots movie because all the Transformer movies are shit. <laughs> like, like the first one was bad, and they go downhill from there. Yeah, um,
0: I agree with you. By the way, obviously, so yeah,
1: yeah. And this is company, coming from somebody that grew up on the eighties cartoons and still has the number one, number one, uh, uh, comic book issue for transformers. Mm -hmm. Um, and people forget and people, most people don't even know this, but people forget like the character backstories for all the transformers was written by Marvel. They actually were contracted and licensed to do all the character backgrounds for Mm -hmm. all the transformers. And there was a, a, not a rare episode, a rare comic, uh, but it was, it was one of those things that it was just a thing. There was a three-way crossover because at the time uh, Marvel was owned by Hasbro. And I have the comic. It's a three-way crossover between Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Spider-Man. And it's, just, it, it's an interesting comic because of that three-way crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the corporations of who owned what back at the time. Um but that just goes to show you why the Marvel Cinematic Universe is better than the DC because of the character development of who does what and why. Yeah. Um Marvel's got some really interesting characters and so um the fact that they wrote all the Transformer characters is, you know, very unique and of course even though animation-wise and uh visual aesthetics the cartoons don't really hold up today. Right. In terms of character development, they actually do, but you got to go with the character development and not the actual visual effect, because cool. obviously visuals have changed a lot since then. So,
0: yeah, who owns uh, Transformers? Is, is it Paramount or something?
1: I think it's Hasbro technically owns is them it? now.
0: No. I don't know, but yeah, um, I would probably make, um, but I, I mean. I'd probably make either a zombie show, which I know sounds very cliche and some of you might have decided or switched off the podcast, I don't know. Um, but there's just, I've, I've seen some interesting zombie stories and stuff and have at least a decent idea of what a world like that would look like. Obviously I could make it more to what I'd want myself. Uh, and I've long wanted, because uh, we talked obviously about, you know, there's the Fear the Walking Dead spin off and there's this new... Uh, walking dead series spin off and i've said multiple times on the walking dead podcast obviously that uh, i'd really like a dystopian future type of zombie thing now what i'd do i wouldn't start with the dystopian future stuff what i would do is um it sounds like i thought about this a lot but i haven't thought about it quite as much as what you might think i would start off with just like a, a completely normal just your your standard kind of zombie story sort of thing I'd do maybe like three or five seasons roughly. Uh, let's say maybe three seasons of just normal zombie t- storytelling stuff. Obviously I'd put my own spin on things, my own characters, that sort of thing. And then what I would do is in, let's say in season two, I'd set up a bunch of young characters, right? Like really young. Uh, let, let's say for those of you that know the show at the Walking at the moment, like Judith's age kind of, kind of, uh, um... That that's that that sort of age. That, those type of characters. I set up a bunch of those basically for the future, and I would then um, spend season three developing those characters to you know meaningful you know characters that have dialogue and all that sort of thing. Again, like Judith's kind of age. The Judith roughly sort of Carl maybe between those those two ages maybe. Uh, that sort of either early or early or young teen kind of age. Uh, so say like fifteen or sixteen or something. And then I would flash forward in season three, maybe not in season three, maybe it'd be in like a later season. Again, I haven't thought about it quite that much. I'd then flash forward to the dystopian future, and use specifically those characters in like obviously they grown up, like their their grown up forms. Um, and then I'd tell more story from there. Uh, again, I don't know if that would be three seasons, four seasons, five seasons when I jump forward. But I would focus on telling a normal zombie story, and then I would jump forward to that, and then do what I want with um a dystopian future sort of thing. In terms of what network, uh, what what network would you have your show on? What uh platform I suppose?
1: Uh I would probably have it um either on uh Hulu or HBO mm-hmm. just because yeah. I'm I'm kind of over Netflix. I mean, they've been doing a lot of stuff that I'm not like the super big fan of and okay. you know Hulu's part of Disney now, so in on one sense, you'd have uh, definitely have a much bigger budget. On the other hand, sense right. it might handcuff you a bit. But for what I'm looking to do, that wouldn't really be an issue. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, I'd probably have have it on HBO, and I like Netflix, and I'm watching a bunch of stuff on there. But I would like this show to be just a weekly thing. That's kind of the only reason I'd pick uh, uh, HBO over Netflix and stuff. Uh, and then I'd assume you know HBO have got a bunch of money, so um i wouldn't have too many restrictions there so yeah that's what i'd do uh, the the other thing i would do is maybe a a gritty kind of superhero show but i haven't thought about that too much so
1: well um, have you had a chance to catch up with the boys yet
0: yeah we did a did a season one review so when uh, that came out come when it was but yeah i i wouldn't do quite something like that i'd have actual superheroes in it and not people that are <laughs> whatever but um it it would it wouldn't quite be. It would be more Watchmen like than uh, the Boys like. So. Uh, yeah,
1: and I am super bummed that I don't have HBO and I can't watch uh, the Watchmen series that's coming out. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, cool. <clears throat> Let's move on to Jessica's question. Uh, you can bring back any show that has been cancelled for one more season, obviously for potentially a final season. Uh, what would you like to bring back? For one uh, season. Well,
1: Discounting Fly- Firefly, which I already mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. uh there's I'm I'm blanking on the name, but I definitely have one in mind. Um I hate it when my brain doesn't want to work.
0: Do you want me to give my answer first?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Um well I've obviously said about twenty four before, but I'll not use that as a cliche normal answer. Um did you ever see a series this was at least a few years before uh i even started podcasting or probably even started listening to podcasts do you remember the series on the cw called the tomorrow people yeah i i kind of remember that yeah i i was quite surprised that got uh canceled or not i i'd bring that back for one more season i really like that show and uh they, so for some reason they still advertise that as like a CW seed thing. I mm-hmm. don't really understand why because it's got cancelled like a few years ago. So, I think I was at college or something when that came out. I quite can't remember, but yeah, I really enjoyed that show. I'd I'd bring that back for one more wrap-up season. So, uh obviously yeah. I'd bring back 24, but to use a different answer that wouldn't be the usual thing, I'd pick that. So, what would you like to bring back?
1: This is kind of completely random which, you know, really fits for me, but there was a show oh. on NBC called
0: My Name is Earl. Did you ever see that? I recognize the name, but I can't think of what that actually is.
1: Yeah, it starred Jason Scott, who he's one of those guys that you know the voice more than you know the name because he's done a lot of voiceover work. Okay. Uh, but the basic premise of the show is that he was just, you know, kind of a down and out loser. Never really had a whole lot of luck in his life. Right. And he uh, buys a scratch off ticket, um, a lottery ticket, and he wins a giant pile of money. And then he's a horrible person, so you don't really want him to have the the giant pile of money. Okay. And then he uh, is running out of the convenience store where he bought the ticket, you know, cheering and celebrating and whatnot. And he gets hit by a car. Okay. And so he spends a whole bunch of time in the hospital. And uh, while he's in the hospital, his uh, wife divorces him and admits that she's been cheating on him with somebody else and that one of his kids isn't actually his kid. Which is pretty obvious because wow. him and his wife are white and the kid is black. So, you know, yeah. that's not really a shocker that that's not his kid. But he still raised his that child as his own. And then while he's uh, convalescing in the hospital, he's watching, I want to say Carson Daly. But I'm not 100% sure that's right. Okay. And he's basically, the guy that he's watching talks about how he has a great life. Because he basically believes in karma. You know, do good things and good things will happen to you. And do bad things and bad things will happen to you. And he kind of has like that moment of clarity in his life to where he realizes he's been a horrible person his whole life. Mm -hmm. And so he decides to uh, change his ways. So while he's in the hospital, he makes a list of every bad thing he's ever done in his life and then makes a vow to fix it. Okay. And then while yeah. he's in the hospital making that vow, he refines the lottery ticket and gets that giant pile of cash. And so he doesn't have to work. He doesn't have to you know, really do anything. And so he just spends the whole run of the show, which went for four seasons, of uh, just basically paying penance for his mistakes in his life. Okay. And the reason why I would bring it back is because season four ended on a massive cliffhanger and it literally just like, yeah, this show is not coming back. Hmm. Okay. And it was a great show. It had a lot of people that you would recognize. Uh, like I said, Jason Scott played the main character. Uh, Jamie Priestley played uh, the the ex-wife and it has some good, you know, um, not motifs, but I guess uh things that you should aspire to like, you know, being a good parent and being a good person and uh things like that. And uh he's partnered with his his uh, quest for redemption, he's partnered with his brother, Hugh you would absolutely recognize, whose name I'm drawing a blank on at the moment. And uh it's just one of those shows that it it wasn't really heavy handed with its messaging but it had a really good message and so the fact that it just completely ended out of random wait you know there's no more of that Mm -hmm. was just kind of shocking so I would definitely at least bring one season back to bring some kind of closure to that so okay
0: cool Uh, what do we have next um Hannah says you can have a game made from a licensed property but it doesn't have to be a, a movie tie-in like we we used to have and stuff uh what, what do you choose um I, w- I i i've said this before and i didn't say it jokingly i would really like a not a marvel game not a star wars game not a pixar game a disney game where like why not have toy story and uh, the Avengers, and uh, Luke Skywalker, and Frozen characters, all, all those sorts of properties in a game where, like, I don't know, maybe you had a hub world and you could change them around, um, and you could, I don't know, I think that would make a, like, if you could switch between characters, do different missions, obviously visit different worlds and stuff, Uh, like, if you had a version of, like, if you had, like, an Iron Man toy in Andy's room or something, and then you could go to... The Avengers Tower as Buzz Lightyear or something, or, um, I don't know, just any of those Disney characters going to different worlds, I think that will be really cool, so, um, and yeah, it doesn't have, it doesn't have to have the film storylines tied in, you could obviously have, like, Thanos show up and do whatever and that sort of thing, but it doesn't have to be, you know, Avengers Endgame or whatever, um, and then you could have Spider-Man visit different places and whatnot, um, wh- what would you choose? that's a really good question maybe
1: something Transformers are related because I'd be really curious to see them going to different worlds Um, there was kind of like a weird Tron knockoff called Automan. it's way yeah. too early for someone like you that's like a mid 80's character <laughs> um, the only real connection you might even remotely know of it is that I'm assuming you know who Lucille Ball is. Who? Lucille Ball.
0: I don't recognize that name. No.
1: Man, ugh, ugh. I Love Lucy, Ricky Ricardo, one of the leading female pioneers of television alongside of Betty White. Um, oh, anyway, God. she was
0: anyway, go on. paired
1: go on. up with uh, Ricky Ricardo on the show I Love Lucy. And eventually those two fell in love, hooked up, had a kid ricky ricardo jr and he starred in a show called auto man which is basically a pseudo tron knockoff to where he was a cop and he created a computer program to aid crime fighting and that computer program came out into the real world um you can i think you can find it on streaming somewhere but i'm not sure where it's just one of those things that's like really really weird and only ran a couple of seasons but it just had such a unique premise of, I mean, it, as unique of a premise of it being a knockoff of something else. But Tron was, you know, restricted to the computer world. And Automan was a computer world coming into real life. And this is like in the early 80s when computers were just kind of sort of starting to become a thing. Um, Maybe that, but even then that's a stretch, so.
0: Okay, all right. uh tyler says of all the upcoming streaming services what are you most excited for i'm personally excited for jason momoa with c on apple tv plus whatever it's called um i mean disney plus really just because of the you know mandalorian and then you've got the obi-wan series and then you've got all the uh, mcu literally the mcu tv series because they're all going to be part of the mcu uh, like moon knight and excited like to see that and then you've got obviously um the uh what's his name falcon and winter soldier series all those sorts of ones and then just being able to have like on demand disney films and stuff like that and that could be useful for like classic reviews and whatnot um and also for for the the tv series and stuff like if i wanted to cover the uh 90s tv shows of like spider-man and whatnot and the x-men which i've i've probably seen episodes here and there but don't really remember much of them uh, but I ch- I checked th- some of those out. So obviously that's launching a bit later in the UK than what it is in the US. But it's still going to be coming to the UK eventually. So once that comes out, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Apple TV Plus, I don't really have that much excitement for. I'm interested to see what the, that morning show uh, looks like. And maybe Jason Momoa Mom- 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 is see. Depends on where you go with the plot like that. But uh, outside of that, easily uh, Disney. Because Peacock with NBC, like, okay. Uh, HBO Max could be really cool. Um... But, uh, yeah, so only the new streaming service, obviously. So, like, Netflix doesn't count. Um yeah, Disney Plus is probably the top of the list. So, what about you? What are you most excited to uh, uh, subscribe to?
1: I completely agree with you. Disney Plus really is the only thing. I mean, I am. I have mentioned before that I am going to get rid of my uh, Hulu service uh, for Disney Plus just because you get Hulu as part of Disney Plus, so there's no right. reason to get both of them. Mm-hmm. But you know that's that's really kind of it. It's just one of those things that you know I get so much with that uh, with that service that you know it's kind of a thing so
0: Yeah because D- Disney just owns a ridiculous amount of properties at this point so um for them to have a streaming platform essentially for all that is going to be really cool. So
1: Yeah, and I forget which podcast I mentioned it on. But there's been a meme floating around uh, from Avengers Infinity War. It's the scene towards the very end where uh, Rocket and uh, Winter Soldier are having an interaction. Okay. Only yeah. replaces... Uh, it puts uh, Disney over Rocket and it says, how much for Spider-Man? <laughs>
0: yeah. And then it, and it switches...
1: Yeah. yeah, it switches to Winter Soldier says, not for sale. And then <laughs> switches back to Rocket, which has, so, which has a Marvel on it. It says, okay, how much for the whole company? Mm-hmm. And let's be honest... Disney could buy Sony at this point, <laughs> at least enough of Sony to where they would be forced to do that.
0: Right. Yeah. Um what do we have next? Uh so yeah, Disney Plus. So. Uh Gabby says uh Matt, Matt has previously mentioned how much he loves Toy Story, obviously done the classic review stuff for that. Uh what is Robert's uh favorite film franchise or single film? Um, so basically, basically your favorite movie or film, whatever, or your favorite film franchise, uh, what's your most favorite?
1: Uh, I don't know about most favorite. There's a lot of ones that I kind of go to. Um, I mentioned mm-hmm. Tron earlier, uh, just because I am a big computer nerd and that was a very early, you know, computer centric movie, uh, the Goonies is a good one uh, in, in a tandem with the Goonies is a movie that's less well-known called The Explorers. And for people that don't know The Explorers, it's basically this kid that's like way too into sci-fi, um, accidentally befriends uh, kind of not like the, the class bully, but somebody that just like puts the bully in their place. And, you know, the one kid tries to be friends with the other kid, but the other kid's not having it. And then the first kid that's way too into sci-fi keeps having these dreams. And it turns out the dream is a computer circuit board. And that lets them to go into space. And then things happen from there. And mm-hmm. I don't really want I mean, it's a 35-ish year old movie, so I can't really say spoiler alert. But I don't want to ruin the movie if anybody's ever curious to see it. Okay. Um, And both movies are tied together because they say they star the same actor. Um, Now, I can't remember his name. I'm brain farting on this. Give me one second here to pull his name up real quick. And he was one of those actors that was like, as a teen actor, was huge in the 80s, which is kind of my era. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, t- 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 yeah, the movie was 1985, so it was just after the big uh, uh, year. I mean, a lot of people that are famous now are in, were in the movie. But anyway, it stars Ethan Hawke, River Phoenix, Amanda Pre- Peterson, Danny Nucci. Uh, I must be thinking of somebody else. Okay. Right. Yeah, but... But River Phoenix and uh, Ethan Hawke are both huge names, so that alone is that. So, cool.
0: Um, but yeah, I I love Toy Story. So, um, yeah, and I'm still very very happy with uh, Toy Story Four. So, have you have you seen Toy Story Four yet?
1: Uh not yet. I'm probably just gonna get it when it comes out on digital for Xbox.
0: Okay, that should be fairly soon so yeah and in, like, uh july june or something yeah it should be fairly soon and for the goonies
1: it's such a huge cast now but uh sean astin yeah from lord there. of the rings uh joss brolin obviously thanos uh Corey feldman who was a person i was trying to think of earlier um they were all in it so and then a few people you know you would recognize when you saw their face um but still, those two movies were, like, super huge back in the day. Mm-hmm. At least when I was... I mean, that 1985, that was when I was 10, so...
0: Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes, and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts. And allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review. Which is at the $3 level tier. As always thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Uh, Kate says what do the two of you most like to eat and drink? Very simple question but an interesting one. Um, Eats. I like stuff like pizza, um, noodles, pasta, that sort of stuff, um, what else do I like? I like, uh, lasagna, which I've, I've had some of lately, I like, um, what's that other thing that, that I had the other day, I quite liked, I mean, it, yeah, those sorts of, uh, curries, that sort of stuff, um, yeah, uh, chicken wings, stuff like that, um, I mean, I know it's all kind of basic food and stuff, but... Yeah, those sort of things. Those are like the at the top of the list. Like if I if I want to specifically eat something, like eat eat something specifically, rather, I'll uh, go for those. Go for those sorts of things. So, um, in terms of drink, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'll I'll separate it obviously with alcoholic and non-alcoholic. My favourite non-alcoholic drink at the moment is chocolate milkshake, and it's interesting with that because you don't you don't really see a lot of. well, I I'd consider myself an adult now, I'm, I mean, I'm 25, because um, a young person in this country is, I think, 18 to 24, so I'm actually outside of that now, so, um, but you, I think with milkshakes, it's because you, you think of something like a chocolate milkshake, you think of it like a child or a kid, right, Um, like all that Nesquik sort of milkshake stuff, all that's associated kind of with children, Um, you see, I mean, you see some people in, like, in films and that, when they go to, uh, diners or cafes or whatever. And they have, you know, the the burger and the milkshake and they dip their chips in or whatever. I don't do that, but whatever. Um, you see that sometimes, but, like, outside of that, I don't really know of many adults that, uh, drink milkshake. But, I mean, it's, it's something like that I really like, so that's that. Um, with beers, I'm, I'm quite basic, you know, Foster's, Stella. Um, at some point in my life, I've got to try like a bourbon or like a whiskey or something like that. Because I've not really tried um, any other sorts of drinks yet. But um, I like stuff like Desperados. Um, what's the other What's the other thing I was drinking the other week? Uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, Corona. That's what it's called. A bit similar to Desperados. A bit of a different flavor. But they're, they're similar in certain ways, certainly. Um, uh, obviously, you know, Coke, Pepsi, that sort of thing. Everybody kind of likes that. Um yeah, that's pretty much a cup of tea obviously i'm british so that's that um, um but yeah that's what i like to eat and drink how about you
1: uh well for drinks um i'll switch it to caffeinated and adult beverages uh for caffeinated right. i'm definitely a diet coke guy um the pepsi products i don't dislike them the they have a weird kind of metallic taste to them that I don't really like, which is why I don't like most energy drinks. They also have kind of a weird metallic taste to it. Mm-hmm. Um, diet thing is not really a calorie thing. I'm fat. I'm, I don't mind being fat. It's just I don't like really like sugary, sweet, you know, cloyingly sweet drinks. And most of the Cokes and, the you know, the regular sodas have that kind of like, you know, sickeningly sweet. Attempt to them. Uh, non soda wise, I'm usually just straight up water. Um, I work in a warehouse for my real job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you tend to sweat a lot. You tend to dehydrate a lot. And those, uh, you know, the rehydrating drinks like Gatorade, Powerade, whatnot, those actually have a ton of sugar in them. Um, even with their carbohydrates and electrolytes, you know, you kind of need. Um, there's just so much sugar in them. I don't enjoy them for the most part, so I usually just chug down the water. Um, in terms of alcoholic drinks, I'm pretty exclusively either bourbon or scotch. I'm not a beer guy. I kinda was a little bit when I first started drinking, but right, you know it's, like it's a just a thing, isn't it? So... Well it's not so much a starter thing, it's just you know, to me beer doesn't really have any flavor unless you go something like a Guinness or something like of that line I where it's
0: hate guinness with a passion
1: (laughs) well then you're you're Uh barred out of ireland for you know for life i don't dislike guinness it's just it's too heavy of a drink whereas a bourbon you know above all else i'm not a coffee drinker above all else i hate drinks that you have to fuss with like with coffee you can't just buy a coffee you have to get a half-calf decaf, Mm. latte, soy, frappuccino, you know, rappuccino, cappuccino, alpuccino, you know, Cocoa Puffs bullshit drink. You can't just buy a coffee. Mm. I'm completely convinced that if you go into, like, a Starbucks and order a large black, they'll try to sell you a T-shirt. And with beers, it's the same way. You can't just have a beer. It's like... You know, a super exclusive microbrew bullshit. And this is coming from somebody whose cousin owns a microbrewery and sells the most idiotically flavored microbrewed stupidity. And I'm not even joking on this. Let me get on his company's website and tell you what he's actually selling right now. Okay.
0: Um, I'll quickly tell my Guinness story. I went to this uh uh, the party kind of assaults, this, this meeting thing that I was going to and it was like this pub and it was like okay, everybody's going to be drinking and stuff and they didn't have like I named off a couple of drinks that I usually have and uh, they were out of them for whatever reason, I can't quite remember and then it's like oh we have this Guinness thing I was like oh I haven't tried Guinness yet and then Guinness is like fairly black isn't it compared to like a, a Oh it's super North.
1: thick and super dark yeah.
0: and then he started pouring it I was like huh this looks Different to like a, a Stella or a or a Foster's or something like that, and I started drinking it, and then even from the first uh, bit of it that I had, I was like, "This is just awful. This is just terrible." And then because obviously it was a, a pub and I'd paid more than you do at a shop, I'd paid like I don't know two or three pound something. I can't remember the exact, exact amount. I was like, "Okay, I've paid for this. I'm going to finish it, but this is awful." And uh yeah, I, I was in this meeting thing and trying to talk to people and drink this horrible thing and it was just uh not great so i don't think i ended up finishing it it was that bad i, I, had, I had like a, a bit of it left but i was just at that the last part of it and i was like I, I don't want this anymore <laughs> so yeah
1: yeah now my cousin i love my cousin i love all my family um but his uh, microbrewery is space themed so all of his beers and microbrews that he makes himself all have like screw-ball-y space names. He's got a chemtrail cream ale, a nitrous infused solar milk chocolate oatmeal stout, and because it's October, and I think legally you have to, it is a spacesuit pumpkin spice beer. Okay, like right. what in the actual fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Uh, well, what about your stuff for um, eating? You like to eat? uh
1: eating I actually enjoy cooking a lot. I always try to experiment with different things so I don't really cool. have like a set go to. Um, I make like I'm starting to make my own soups, which is how much I get into cooking. Mm. That's cool um, It's just one of those things that you know kind of the upside and downside of living alone is that you know if I make something and I don't like it, I'm not disappointing anybody. You know, it's just right. whatever yeah. I spent into the materials is kind of out the window, which is, you know, I as a frugal person, I don't like. But, you know, I tried something and I failed. Okay, you know, that's life. That is right. literally life. Sometimes you try and you fail. Then you try again. And so, you know, I'll make my own suits. I'll make my own uh, this, that, or the other. Um I mean, I kind of have my staples. I do kind of a meal prep ish for work. To where, if I make something I like it, I, most recipes don't really cater to a solo serving. They cater to like two or three, and so I'll have leftovers. Well, those leftovers go in a reusable tin, and those are my lunch for work. Um, so that way, I'm you know whatever I make, I just eat for lunch. You know, a couple three days later, no biggie. So.
0: Right. Uh we got two more questions uh actually two, yeah two more questions um Michael says uh how do you feel about how do you both feel about your current age uh, I mean I'm I'm younger than you uh I mean I'm 25 at the moment I'm going to be 26 in April uh and by the time the Batman and next Spider-Man films come out I'll be 27 so that's a little bit uh, something and I've I've had this conversation recently with a couple of people, specifically when I turned 25 and not when I was 24. i Maybe it's just a a thing. And I kind of you know some people said to me, oh like how old are you now? That sort of thing. Like when they're catching up with me or whatever. I'm like 25, oh, and then they're so you know you're young, you still got obviously like a whole life ahead of you and stuff like that. And obviously I recognise that and everything, but I can kind of see 30 in the distance. And just seeing the three O is kind of uh, intimidating. And again, thirty is probably considered to a lot of people very, very young. But it's just—it's kind of the, the next ten. If you're not—I know mean, you know, 10, 20, 30, twenty, thirty—it's the next one, and it's got a three there, and uh, I don't know, it's just a bit intimidating. So, uh, but obviously, I recognise as still young, and it's—it's—it kind of funny when, like, I speak to certain people, they go, oh, "You know, how old are you?" And oh, I'm twenty-five, and they go, "Oh, you're so young," and all this sort of thing. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a bit intimidating thinking that, uh, I mean, it's five years away yet, yeah, or four and a half roughly. But 30 uh, is going to come soon. So that's that. Um, what about you? How do you feel about your age?
1: Well, that's kind of an ironic thing with me. Um, technically, I mean, I'm 45. So, but ever since I've been like 25, I've never really cared about my age. Okay. I mean, to me, at least, age is an irrelevant number. Just meant to designate how long you've been alive on this planet. But, you know, 25, I stopped caring about my age in the longest sense. I mean, I don't think I've celebrated a birthday in at least 10 years just because I don't care. Okay, it's, you know, one day I'm... 36 the next day i'm 37 i mean it's cool yeah i'm still alive i'm still above the dirt as it is right but it's not a thing that's really mattered to me and in conjunction with that you know eventually you will hit a point where you just stop giving a fuck about Mm -hmm. age it's means literal nothing i mean i'm 45 i still play video games i still occasionally go out have fun you know get I think pissed is the British colloquialism for it. Yeah. You know, just you know, have some fun. You know, life I think is life. Is you the only American get one. one isn't it? Yeah, wasted, blitzed, lit, <sighs> drunk. You know, there we've got like forty words for it. Right. Uh but at the end of the day, just enjoy life and don't care about the number of years you've been on this planet. I mean, there's much, much worse things to that are going on that you kind of sort of a little bit need to worry about. How long you've been on this uh, spinning rock is not one of them.
0: Okay. There you go. Uh, The final question, which definitely applies more to you, uh, is what car do you both drive? I don't actually drive, so I can't give you an answer because it's not there. Um, So what car do you drive at the moment? Uh.
1: It'll mean nothing in the sense I drive a Mercury Grand Marquis. The closest thing I can give you as a descriptor is that it's an old fart car. Uh, When I say an old fart, that's just a slang term for somebody that's like in their 70s or 80s. Basically something your grandfather would drive. Just a big boatish lanyard of a car. Um, But past that driving is super important here in the U S depending on where you live. Like if you live in a massive, massive city like New York, Los Angeles or Chicago, driving is not so important. Um, Everywhere else, if you don't drive, you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's like where I live. I grew up in Bloomington mostly. I mean, I lived in four different cities before I was 12, but I consider Bloomington where I grew up um you could bicycle to where you lived and there was a little bit of public transit but if you didn't drive you were pretty much stuck in your house hmm. and that's that's the case with most american cities to where you know it might be 25 30 miles which is roughly 60 70 kilometers to somewhere interesting and with a long stretch of unoccupied roads that's maybe like a half hour 45 minutes to do just to go somewhere to where you can do something, and so driving is super important, and that's why when you turn you know 16 or 18, depending on what the local law is, to be able to get your license to drive, it is such a huge, huge milestone in American culture. With that, and that's why so many of the movies, at least you know, you go back to the 70s, 60s, you know, maybe late 80s driving was such a big thing is because that was your milestone. That's when you, you know, for lack of a better, better sense of a you know word became an adult is when you learned how to drive and you could have that level of independence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, 17, I think over here. So yeah, there you go. All right. That's the third Q and a for entertainment Talk. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you to those of you who sent in questions. Uh, we'll right, do
1: I love these Q&A questions keep them coming, yeah,
0: absolutely me too, I love them as well So, uh, and we can hypothetically make whatever TV show, video game, film that we want which is cool So, um, yeah, it's great alright, so yeah, we'll do another one probably in an undetermined amount of time I don't know when that would be but uh, yeah, we'll do one soon so uh, another one soon, we'll see when that is Of course we've got a bunch of stuff happening at the moment On Entertainment Talk, we're covering Watchmen Walking Dead, uh, the, the DC shows We're doing Good Place, American Horror Story I'm going to hopefully see Terminator on Friday uh, Obviously there's a Gaming Talk Podcast out there for you to listen to uh, For this week and obviously but All the previous weeks, we're sneaking up Slowly to episode 200 but I don't think that Will be until next year so uh we'll cook up something for that soon um yeah a bunch of stuff that we're covering check it all out check it all out on entertainmenttalk.org um and yeah uh thank you all very much for uh supporting the podcast and listening to everything if you want to support the podcast and support entertainment talk we're on patreon please have a look at the three dollar level tier. Uh, and consider that of course uh amazon affiliate link if you want to buy stuff obviously off amazon you can use our affiliate link we'll get a small cut of what you spend it won't cost you extra itunes feeds please rate review and subscribe to those it helps us out as well um word of mouth please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and your itunes feed share them on facebook retweet them on twitter you know power of social media uh use that uh and if you're allowed to you can put them in different facebook uh, facebook groups Video games, if you want to watch us play different video games Me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer Look out for Let's Play Sundays And we will see you on the next podcast Goodbye There we go